five aces, four heroes, and one unforgettable year. Welcome to the Deck of Many Aces Q&A. To Deck of Many Aces, an actual play podcast made with actual asexuals, and it's Ace Week! I dabbed so hard that I hit my hand. Ouch. If we made a mistake in the calculations and this is not being released in Ace Week, then sorry, but we're trying to make that happen. It definitely will be released in Ace Week, it's all good. Well... We will move Ace Week to be when this is released. <laughs> That's I'm sorry, Ace Week is actually corresponding to our podcast. We're not corresponding to it. It's it's actually we invented it. Whenever we, we release is Ace Week, which is every well, other yeah. week. So <laughs> Ace Week yeah. is every every fortnight. Yeah. Uh, that is how that works. Um, Ace Week we- is every week in this house, baby. Woo! Well, uh, well, we are. are uh, attracted or not attracted, which means that fifty percent of people are likely to be ace because it's one thing or the other thing so that's a half probability uh, you so did math you know this isn't week true it's appropriate either way that's not you are... <laughs> i'm an artist and i know that's wrong <laughs> My favourite thing about this is that Katie was like, oh, why don't we record the Q&A episode first? Because then we'll get all of the dumb stuff out of the way and then we can be serious in the in the actual actual play episode. And in the actual play episode, we did get through things pretty we good. about being and serious in the play episode and actually getting through everything. Yeah, but this through. is absolute carnage already and I think okay. it's entirely on brand. Um... What was I going to say? We are, yeah, we're a group of people who who play Dungeons and Dragons uh, on a bi-weekly basis who happen to be uh, either aromantic or asexual spectrum. Haha. <laughs> nice. Um, if, if you haven't already... And some of us are bi. And some of us are bi. Who said bi, um, I'm back. And if you haven't... Uh, <laughs> You and if, if you had cl- clue, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. This is already just so much carnage. Uh, if you hadn't clued into that already, that is that is who we are. That is what we do. Today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're doing we're doing a Q and A. So I am Ellie, and I use she her pronouns. And today I will be your QM, your question master, or your quizzical. Ellie, queer. Go on. Millionaire. Oh, Ellie's a capitalist now. Really want Why would you put queer as quizzical when you could just have the letter Q for quizzical instead of the letter Q for queer? Come on. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, that's to be fair. That's a massive oversight on my part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that was maybe and that was we are. poorly done. Do y'all want to introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Am. Um, um, I'm here to answer your questions. A lot of my intro is about Tosia. I play the party tank, but the fictional character Tosia Atherdale. But now I am playing me, the real question mark person. The fictional character Am. <laughs> Every time I introduce Toz as a fictional character, it's a reference to Dungeons and Dads that no one else has picked up on. So Daddies. It's just for Nate and Ellie and that Hey, way. I picked up on it. Hee hee. Hee hee hee. Hello, my name is Chloe. I normally play Raina, but today, here I am in my glorious form to answer your questions. <laughs> Someone shut me up. Your glorious form. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you can't see me. You don't know what my glorious form is. No one deserves your glorious form. You are. That's for you yeah. and you alone. Um. <laughs> this is cursed. This is, this cursed. is so cursed. Uh, Absolutely the most cursed. Hello, I am Ariel and I use she they pronouns. I'm not. Yeah. It's really weird. I immediately want to say I'm playing Delphi and I'm not. I'm just not today. Um, You're just not. Yeah. Well, you did it earlier today, just not right yeah. now. Yeah, just yeah. not right now. Today is a, uh, just a general sense of time of now. Um, Katie. Oh yeah, uh, I'm Katie. I'm a person who exists, probably. Allegedly, I'm debatable. I but may okay. or may not use pronouns. <laughs> uh, Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Uh, Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Basically. Yeah, I'm, See, I I'm, have to stop myself from saying those kinds of comments on the actual podcast because it derails things. But this is all oh, derailing. This is all derailed. Where are the rails? There's no, no rails where we're going, baby. No, Can yeah. Hell, there's no rails in space. Like where we're going, we don't need rails. Yeah, that's yeah. The yeah. Point yeah. me and Ellie's narcissism and answer questions about ourselves? Yes. Yeah, baby. Yes, 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 I, yes, I, yes. I, I don't know okay. what most of these questions are, so it's going to be interesting. This is going to be exciting. So I feel like I feel like we can. I mean, I don't know how you'll want to do this. If you want to do like a going around the circle thing, but that puts a lot of pressure on Am to answer the questions first, or if you want to just like answer in whatever way you feel like, which is more fun for you but more carnage. I'm happy to go first. I yeah. I mean, my ADHD brain means that I'm immediately going to have something that will come out of my mouth. Whether it will answer the question, who knows? But content will be provided. Love this. Also, I have seen all of these questions and known them for several weeks. However, this has not made me prepare for them remotely. So this is going to be exciting for me as well. Yeah, well, Um, when's Ellie going to answer the questions? At the end? Last in the order? At the end? Yeah. I feel like as the question master, I feel like asking a question then immediately answering it yeah, weird, weird vibe. Weird vibe. It feels it feels very well, that's what I did when I was moderating like... the, the RWD uh. Q&A covers eyes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, Al. You're accidentally vague tweeting out. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It just it. shows you haven't listened to a Q&A episode, I guess. <laughs> I actually have. I actually have. Um, <laughs> oh, so you thinking did about know. it earlier and thinking about... Listen, I just didn't pay attention to who was speaking <laughs> when. I was very preoccupied with answers. Um, the good news is I daydream about the PCs constantly, so I probably do have answers for all of these questions ready to go. 
This is mm-hmm. awesome. And also there's some there's some fun questions about like the characters and then there's also some fun questions about like the podcast itself, which I'm like really here for. Uh, and I've just been locked out of Twitter. I don't want to do that. So uh, first question comes from uh, podcast favourite uh, Jazz Ayana. <gasps> Jazz! Um, who is just wonderful jazz we love you jazz jazz is great jazz has been like our fan since day one and is like the ultimate hype person uh (laughs) and i'm very here for it she has asked what is a role-playing moment with your character that is either the most memorable or that you're the most proud of i Hmm. think and do you want to take this one yeah for me nothing is ever going to be critting on toz's first ever attack I think that's just like it. It just signifies like I don't know. Does that count as a role playing moment? Um, but it just for me, it just like signals. Toz is bad at so many things, but she's really, really oh. good at one thing, and that's beating the ever loving sh one t out of people. Can I nominate the bit when Toz, you and Iona are talking? Uh, uh, privately in in their op- opposing bunk beds, um, as, oh, as yeah. a, someone listening to that, that was what came to mind. Is like, oh wow, that's some really good role play. Well done. Aww. Bunk bed role play. Bunk bed AU is the true AU. Well, it's not even alternate. It's right there on podcast. But yeah, there's those. Wait, are, were I we just in bunk you. beds at the time? Yes. There's a bit where they're. Th- they- is it, did that or did that not happen on bug beds? The bit where they're no, it did happen in bug beds. because you all took the top ones. Because the elephant. It did happen like, in bug beds. The, the, the Iona is probably going to die in the future or yeah. the past or the time stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was yeah, that was one you should be proud of. Oh, thank you, friend. Oh yeah, no, I remember that now. I completely blanked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I believe mm-hmm. Chloe is next. I would say well, I have a I have a not serious one and a serious one. The not serious one is I just like tentacles belong <laughs> in the ocean. Yeah. Yes, that was the best so good. insult <laughs> that I will ever come up with on the spot. So, so good, and it's not even like it's not even really a proper insult. Uh, it's just a statement of fact. <laughs> <laughs> I I know many people who would uh, uh, yeah disagree don't with you. It. Don't you say it? They don't. Ex- it does, nope. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> not on this podcast. God damn it. Not in Ace Week. Not in a, the holiest I of weeks. I can't believe you've done this. But yes, no, the serious one is probably uh, the the conversation between uh, Reyna and Delphi when they were on, <sighs> when they were like on watch. On watch? Because that's one of those ones where like, I do this a lot with like all of my characters in that I like imagine, like I sort of plan ahead for like conversations that they could have with like the other PCs and they almost never happen because they, they just don't mm. like the opportunity doesn't arise you know that which is which is fine like you know but that one did and I did like and it was just it was just real nice that was good and good and the one with and the I was like I felt well. that was really it was good. very wholesome that was good yeah but with the one with Delphi I felt like I had like I had thought about the emotions behind it and stuff enough that I felt secure enough mm. in it to be like to just do it Rather than constantly thinking about, but what would Raina think about this, and what would how would yeah. that make her feel? Because I'd already thought about those mm. things, so I could just do it. Um, yeah. So, so that's why I like that one. Yeah. Think ahead way oh, more than I do. Sweet. Yeah, I. There are, it's the problem with this. There's so many options. It's always been so <laughs> good. 
Um, I think that's same vein. The jokey one is definitely um, Delphi falling asleep as a log at various points. Just <laughs> yes! Because that's just... Yes. That's, that is, like, a good part of Delphi's character is just being, um, <laughs> like, cool. This is it. Log. It's like a pratfall, but with a real person, like, actually doing it. Oh. No one's ever fun. caught them either. No, it's, it, they've, they've full-on face-planted every time. Um, and just, like, and then, and it's completely asleep. Like, I, I, I don't know what angle they're at when they fall asleep, but it's, it's not... It's not low down. It's quite a high angle. Um, but uh, I think the actual one is... It, it's it's either a toss-up between the Reina Delphi chat, because that was very, very good. Mm-hmm. Or it is... I think the thing... The conversation they had with... Um, my brain has completely forgotten names. Uh, big Mithril, the secret one? What? You had with a the, with conversation the without us, so I was just guessing. No, 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 not that one. The one with um, what's her face? Uh, Bastet. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. The one with the one with Bastet, um, where they were talking about yes. how Delphi found the thing. That's very like, uh, that's a big part of Delphi's character as well. I think it's those like two things, those three things really. Mm. Um, I'm really enjoying that. Every thing, every moment that y'all have mentioned so far is in the trailer. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to just take some credit for that one and be like, uh, I mean, that's because you me. asked us what are your favourite <laughs> yeah. moments oh, yeah. in the trailer. The same ones. <laughs> <laughs> this has already happened. I've forgotten <laughs> that. I've forgotten that. Never yeah, mind. We, uh, we didn't need to answer this question. We could have just like been like, go look at the trailer. And roll trailer. Yeah. But I think that's a very interesting... It's a pr- it's proof of a very good question, I think, because it's clearly something that we've all thought about and have like opinions about. Katie, ah, uh, hmm. I'm not really sure. I can't remember in quite the same. We haven't like dug into Morgan's backstory in order to have emotional conversations in quite the same way. Um, if I, I could like nominate a time... moment that Morgan's conversation okay. with Delphi about like time and stuff was very cool when we were doing the watch outside the castle. Which bit was that? Was it with... with, Was that outside the castle? Yeah. No, that it was might have been Delphi, after. That was with, with Brie. Brie, okay. Brie. I was like, it was with oh, someone yeah, who Brie. likes nature. I that was, was actually, pretty good. I think... I was so confused for a second. I think <laughs> every time someone has tried to compliment Morgan uh, and she just doesn't know how to react because that is just me in real life not knowing how Morgan is going to react to that <laughs> I'm also bad at responding to compliments but um uh, I yeah. was going to say I think like I think it's funny that you mentioned the the Brie and Morgan moment because I would say that's probably been like out of the ones that haven't been mentioned yet like I would say something like I think the the um Oscar Rayner conversation mm. was like great but obviously very very premeditated in my head it was like mm. and now we are gonna hit this plot beat mm. and you are gonna get the information that you need as a character so like as much as i really enjoyed it i think i was quite focused on like conveying like i think i had like beats that i wanted to hit and like that kind of stuff whereas the conversation with between brie and morgan was like completely improvised and i remember 
Katie, you were like, I don't know if there's anything that they're going to actually be able to talk about. And then I think, I think it was really nice. I and again, like this is maybe self indulgent, but I think it's a quite a funny re- uh, like reflection of our friendship. Is in like ah. you have a bard who knows absolutely nothing about like science and maths, just sat there like I don't know what you are saying, and then you being like maths science um <laughs> so i feel like that's it was quite cute but also i really liked it like it wasn't it wasn't something i intended to do when we went into the conversation and it wasn't like super in-depth but the fact that we kind of talked a little bit about like morgan's family mm. and their attitudes towards her um from the perspective of an outsider uh i really liked that i really enjoyed that mm. conversation and it was fun to edit as well it was a little bit hard for me because i've got like i've got a very strong feeling about how morgan's family have impacted her to be the person she is now but it's not very heavy on like the detail i can't remember her mother's name but i can remember how morgan feels about her and what sort of person she is uh like absolutely like she's not gonna like drop stuff about her family partially because she doesn't want to talk about it and partially because i forget it just like informs the choices she makes i guess rather than being like yeah the details being important but um yeah Yeah. i don't know but i think it was nice that we kind of got that window into like what she yeah like why she kind of is the way she is and then like how her her worldview is like shaped by that um great question jazz thank you um, Ellie, that was juicy. What's your favourite moment? Um, you've you've role played every other character. I, I I maintain. I think Bree and Morgan because ah. I don't. I didn't expect it, um, and it was like. I, and it was challenging. Like it was quite like a challenging thing. But I think that the the result of it was so nice. And it's also it got like I got a bit of insight into Bree, who was kind of like not a throwaway character, but I'd like obviously focused a lot on Tamara and Tamara's relationship with Taz and, um, you know, all of those kind of dynamics. And Brie was kind of just, like, handy side character who was just there. So it was kind of nice to see that dynamic, which I don't think would have happened if we hadn't had a Nightwatch episode. Mm. Mm. Okay. Next question. Uh, next question. Um comes from uh, Phantasmal Fuss, uh, which is a group making tabletop role-playing game podcasts, uh, who is based in Wales. Uh, so, woo, Wales! Yeah. Um, and they have asked, this is probably an interesting, um, interesting question for me, but I'd also love to hear all of your input, which is, what made you start the podcast and what kept the motivate? I really can't read today. <laughs> what kept the motivation required to hit this milestone? Oh, I, um, I can answer that super easily. Yeah, go for it. Ellie's an incredibly talented artist, and every time she asks me to work on a project with her, I say, how long will you let me work with you? <laughs> oh, my god! Seconded. <laughs> yeah, that's like, Ellie's like, I, I, hey, do you want to do sorry, this thing I'm sorry, I missed the me? question, like, but I'm sure that's the answer. It was like, what was the motivation mm-hmm. to start the podcast? I'm like, Ellie asked me to do something, and I said, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Ellie asked me to, and oh, yeah, I said, Ellie yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. You're what? incredibly talented, and I will see you Okay, I'm going to be cute. honest. This isn't an amazing question, because the answer is just Ellie asked us to. Ellie, what's your yeah. answer? Because you're going to have a different one. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, so, um, beginning of pandemic, uh, me and my housemates started playing D&D and I started listening to D&D podcasts as a result of that because I had, and Am knows this, I had played like maybe two or three times prior to DMing and had really absolutely no clue what I was doing. I remember you um, telling me quite early on when you were playing how it had taken a while for the group to like all connect the dots that spell level and character Ellie was like I'm gonna play D&D for the first time and I would like to play with eight players is what she did (laughs) so she played a DM D&D and she's gonna DM for eight players online Okay. I remember it being stated of like because I joined you guys a little bit later on and mm. everyone's like oh yeah we had absolutely no idea how rules worked until Chloe joined and went actually oh genuinely <laughs> wait um, you're, so, yeah. you're the saviour of that game thank oh, yeah. god yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah completely um, so yeah so I started listening to D&D podcasts and then a couple months into playing this game I got really passionate about the idea of making a D&D podcast and obviously I was inspired by Rendezvous with Destiny and um, I wanted to make something a bit different. And I have to say, I think credit partially goes to... Let me find their username on Twitter. Uh, the real origins of Doma is something. The, the real, the real origins of Doma. Intellectual um, oh, I'm property not be able to theft. Them. Insert <laughs> El- future Ellie, insert name of person <laughs> here. Doma is just actually a really elaborate <laughs> heist for intellectual property. Um, yeah! No, I so so somebody tweeted... Um, about ha- running a bi-weekly, <laughs> funnily enough, a bi-weekly Twitch stream of D&D players that was all bi-players. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. Mm. Why don't we have that for Arrowist people? And then once I kind of got stuck on the idea, I couldn't stop thinking about it. To the point where I was like doing very long, like eight to ten hour rehearsal days of like a theatre production coming home and then spending the next two hours just like relentlessly researching into podcasts and at that point I was like I think I need to do this because I if I don't scratch this itch I will just it will just be in my mind forever um and so I contacted I've got a really good name for a podcast should I make it into a podcast yeah yeah that was the other thing I was like I'm so proud of this pun (laughs) yeah and then so then I contacted my favorite people and said, do you want to make a podcast? Look through your and Facebook friend list and try to remember which one of them were, were Ace and Arrow and which ones so, <laughs> you could like, would be interested in doing it. To be to be fair, like I I know a lot of of aromantic yeah. and or asexual people. Um, and I know a lot of people who like to play D&D, but the like the middle spot, the sweet spot between the two of them and the appropriate like time zone is quite a small net but i was also like who would work well like I'm, that's right we were her only choice <laughs> <laughs> this is making it sound bad but i've got a couple of other people who i we were the knew. last resort yeah <laughs> <laughs> screw you guys i love this the people I love- that came before us and I love that you i love that you were all like we did this because ellie asked us to and i'm here like and i had no choice <laughs> <laughs> no, not that at all. I definitely had, like, I think at least half a dozen, maybe eight people that I was considering, but I was like, who would work best on a podcast and who would work best with each other, despite the fact that 
uh, you mostly did not know each other. Um, and I was like, you all would be very cool and very good at it. And yeah, to be honest, I was like oh, more concerned. I was just like the only other person you knew after you got through people who were like entertaining no. people. I, I <laughs> like kind of wanted to have like four people um, in case there were, I like genuinely all of my imposter syndrome coming through of like, in case someone quits in like two months, um, mm. and doesn't want to be here anymore, at least we'll then have a functioning party, well, which I mean... You are really overestimating how many fun things everyone has to do during a pandemic. It's fun. We say it's because Ali wanted us to, it was something to do at any it was point. Something it's to fun, do. that's why. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I think I think it probably um, that pretty much covers it. And also, yeah, I continued. We could have we like we ease could easily quit at any point. But I really love doing it. I really like hanging out with all of you and Wait, watching. <laughs> please don't, please don't. No, Ariel is actually a warlock, and Ellie is her patron. If I wanted yes. to, I would just leave the Discord chat and no. be like, <laughs> "No, no." I mean, if everything goes to plan, it. I'm going to be taking a little break from the, your airwaves on this feed in a short while, depending on what gets uploaded. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, that's so, true. Oh that yeah, is, we can we that's can take breaks whenever we want, and I am doing that. Oh yeah, we yeah. can take breaks. That's not a getting out of doma thing. That's uh, not. Oh being no, able to absolutely make one not. Keeps it a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's an I'm being busy thing. I'm yeah. never busy. getting rid of me. Um, Are we allowed to talk about that now? In brief. Uh I think in brief terms. We're doing a little one um, shot. A little. Well, it's one shot. But it's going to be like a six little, episodes. A, li- a, like a six little one shot, shot as a treat. Uh, as um, a treat. <laughs> uh, Ariel's DMing it because she's amazing and has good ideas. Yeah. Um, and we have a secret special guest who we won't reveal until it comes out. Okay, <laughs> we're keeping that part secret. And we'll tragically not be in it because she was not available. It, but um, I'll give you a hint. It's Matt Mercer. We got Matt. Mercer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did it, folks. <laughs> we got Griffin McElroy. It's not yeah. being protected. We got Griffin McElroy and Matt Mercer. They're playing the, the one character together. Okay, <laughs> first of all, my ego could not take someone who was like in a completely different sphere of voice acting to me you, being on my podcast. About, yeah, I would be Matt so is, insecure... Part I would be of so the insecure most about successful Twitch channel and D and D podcast ever of all um, time, uh, yeah. and also Griffin McElroy just got featured in Variety, Ooh. and also Griffin McElroy would be my competition for bad accents, and I can't let that happen either. So <laughs> you're much better at accents than him. No, no offense to him, but um, sorry, we're too good for you, Matt Mercer and yeah. Griffin McElroy is what you're saying. His voice acting is interesting, not realistic. Yeah, let's let's yeah let's let's put cool. it like that. Let's Shall we move. move on to the next question? This is one of my absolute favorite questions. Uh, it's from Piers, who is a friend. For all of the players, what is your favorite slash weirdest slash best sound Ellie has made while DMing? Ooh. Well, okay, so Ellie. <laughs> When Ellie oh, laughs, I ha- she makes this. Yeah, that was literally. Um, I was going to say the snort. The snort is my favorite sometimes. noise that Ellie yeah, makes. Really <laughs> yes. Podcast um, consensus isn't. When you get Ellie to snort, you know you've done well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like getting a little gold star from Teacher I mean, and Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little peek behind the curtain here, but we don't actually hear a lot of what the noises Ellie yeah. makes because yeah. her voice is pitched too high for Discord. Yeah, we, we, um, we, we <laughs> talk to each other on Discord, so we can't always hear everything, and then we just only get it like uh, on the on the mics for 
Uh, I guess Chloe gets most of it in post. I mean, Ellie cleans it up before uh, it goes to Yeah, I, I actually, like, this is probably just... Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so. This is probably just more of a, like, proximity thing than, like, my favourite thing. But in the last episode that I edited, so 24, um, <laughs> there's a bit where, like, Ellie <laughs> yeah. does the, the a huge, like, melodramatic evil laugh. And <laughs> yeah. it just really, yeah. it really made me laugh. <laughs> It's like a full-on evil cackle. And it's like, it's like, it's just done well enough that I'm like, I don't think she's putting this on. I think she's just, that's just coming out. (laughs) I I have a variety of laughs, but which cackle is definitely one of them. (laughs) This is an excellent question. Yeah, general Um, consensus. I think like that's our group answer is the snort laugh is is our answer. The snort laugh. Next question. I love this. Consensus. Uh, next, next question. This is from Emily Melwood, and her question is: If you had to be someone else's character, who would you choose, and why? Oh, uh, see, I, I, I mean, like, I don't want to be anyone because I don't, I don't like playing casters. And you're, I mean, like, I guess if I had to pick someone, <laughs> I would probably. Pick. I thought you say I don't like any of your characters. No, <laughs> I'm just, I'm bad. At, when, listen, when I play a video game. I hoard all my items because I'm like, I'm going to need them later, I'm going to need them later, and then I never end up using them. And that's exactly mm-hmm. how I play casters with spell slots. Mm. Um, so I think I would uh, probably... Yeah, yeah, I'd probably play Delphi just because she has... Because she only has two spell slots and then can do other stuff. So I'm kind of like, yeah. well, <laughs> that's the one I'm probably mean be most adept at. And also, like, I played a warlock for like once for a single session so i don't think i've really ever played a warlock so i'd be really interested before and i've played a wizard and a bard mm. in pre- previous games for a longer period of time so i just i probably delphi ideally i'd like to play tamara because i really want to play an artificer but because i get really into the i rules. love artificers yeah, i love playing melee classes because i can like stack rules and do some crazy stuff um, which I could also do with an artificer, which is why every time I've started a new game and I've been like, haha, can I play an artificer? Every GM who knows my chaotic playstyle has categorically gone, um, can you do something else maybe? Hey, if Chelsea <laughs> wants to multi-class. Um, so yeah, I'd like to play an artificer. So I, great. I have ideas for Toz multi-classing and it's not artificer. Don't you worry. Cleric? Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I know I, the plans. Oh. I don't know who I'd... Yeah. rather be but like con- like conversely to am i hate playing melee characters so, <laughs> uh, so i guess it wouldn't be toz I, c- I can deal with rogue and that's about it mm. um but i don't know i'm like both see the way i'm looking at this question is like who would i be most interested to know the like secret backstory mm. of and both mm. morgan and delphi have secret backstories that are interesting mm. yeah <laughs> Uh, Although it's weird, Delphi doesn't actually have that much of a secret backstory that I know in out of character. Yeah, um, there are secret things that I don't think you know, but um, hmm. uh, Morgan yeah. doesn't really have I a think... tragic backstory either. She just has a trauma. Yep, yeah. I think the thing that might swing it. Like, I've got two things. I've got either I want to be Delphi because Ariel's created such an interesting like mm. society and like race and everything, mm-hmm. and I just want to know all the good lore. Hmm. But also, Morgan can fly. Yeah, she that's, that's like every time someone someone's like, "What superhero power would you have?" and I'm like, "There's so many like cool, interesting answers." Flying and like in reality, I probably pick something else. Exercise. But my immediate instinct is always fly. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. Fight is <laughs> so I might go with Morgan based on that. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, because yeah, I was thinking of it. I love that Anne was like, "What is the mechanical thing difference going to be?" But um, like, that's why I always like, play melee like, class. Mm, melee classes because like that's how my brain works. It's fair. I I have no idea. I think Rainer's definitely got the most mysterious backstory that like. They don't know in character, but I feel like Chloe knows out of character. Chloe knows, I can see it in her eyes. No comment. (laughs) You can't see my eyes. It's a metaphor. (laughs) You can see it in your fake imaginary eyes. Um, Your Discord eyes. Uh, Yeah, you definitely have the most interesting, like, secret bat story. Because, like, what happened on that island? What's with that uh, fae creature? What's going on, baby? Um, But, yeah, mechanically... I've never actually played a wizard. I've never played a bard mm. either, or a fighter. Don't. A wizard um, is not worth it. I've played <laughs> one before, I can tell you right now. Hey, wizards are Sorry, good. Katie. No, I think nah. I might want to play a wizard. They're, they've got some fun lots. They're like, they're a mix, they're very much like a, a in, yeah, they're like a sorcerer, but more spells than a sorcerer even has. We recently did a Q&A episode um, for RWD, plug, 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 and we got asked this question of, like, what classes our PCs would be, and Graham said he would pick a wizard because he likes making D&D difficult for himself, and I think that's the best answer in my experience <laughs> of what playing a wizard is like. Oh my god. Yep. But I, I, I've played a sorcerer as, like, my main character, and that was just horrendous amounts of spells. Like, if you ever want to play a spellcaster and not want to have to worry about spell slots, play a sorcerer, because you cannot go through all your spell slots in, the, in a combat. It's physically mm. impossible. The amount of, like, because ter- it's, like, one spell slot per turn is, like, and you've got, like, 13 spell slots. It's ridiculous. Mm. I mean, that goes for a lot of casters, I think, at high level, but... Um... Mm. Yeah, yeah, this was at level five or something. God, really? They have ridiculous. Oh yeah, you can slots. you can turn it's... sorcery points into spell slots as well, can't you? Even even yeah, outside oh, of God. that, they have a ridiculous amount of spell slots. Don't they have it's the horrendous. same number as every other caster? No, they have a lot more. Really? Yeah, I don't know the I exact numbers, but it's it's a lot more. Like because they have like five level one spell slots and like uh, and like stuff. They just have huge amounts of spell slots, and you never get to use all of them. Um, it's 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 a lot, uh, but it's also very fun. Katie, so um, we get more cantrips as well. Neatly enough, I was I think my answer is probably Todd's here because she's got a very cool like personality and, and backstory and, and lots of stuff there that's very good. And um, also, every single time I've ever been in a campaign with a battle master, every time a battle master has done anything in a battle. I've been like, God, battle masters are so cool. I want to play a battle master. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot design melee characters because you'd think, oh, melee characters, uh, it's easier. No, it's easier to make a kind of mediocre uh, melee character. But if you want one that's actually mm. even vaguely effective, you need to like do all sorts of kind of optimizing with feats, and you have to know how to make a weapon attack, which I basically don't and you have to um like remember what whether a thing counts as a big weapon or for great weapon fighting or not and like remember to take away your ac Mm -hmm. and stuff so if somebody handed me a battle master that someone else had designed like yeah um i think that'd be a lot easier i just can't make one myself (laughs) 
without this does sound like we can now do the freaky friday and i think what yeah what we could take away is katie katie and i are endlessly intimidated by one another's D ability which i think is very wholesome vibes uh, one time i tried to start up a um multi-class paladin rogue thing and i had so many tabs <gasps> that's open such trying a to figure good out build doing it yeah dex based but like i don't know swashbuckler obviously but um yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great build. Oh god, it was oh, the maths is mm. so complicated. Wait, can you smite and sneak attack the same thing? I think you can. I, oh I my can't. Gosh, you can because they're, yes. they're both special that, actions. But I think that's half of the like appeal. The, uh, yeah, because smite's bonus action, and also like even if it wasn't, you you can do minute long smites. Oh my the, gosh! They they is in like you have a smite that's on your weapon for a minute, and until you hit something succeed on the attack, it lasts. Mm. Um, so you can just like yeah. It's busted. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But uh, I think you can also stack two smites. You can stack the the pound and smite and one of those the spell slide smites, and it's it just gets busted real fast. Mm. It does. It does. But yeah, um, moral of the story is uh, I don't know how to make a melee character, but they seem fun to play. Mm. Mm. I think. Oh god, this is really hard, and I hate that you've kind of all I've sat there like tactically I can choose whoever doesn't get picked and then you all picked each other and now I'm like dang it's your favourite mum well that's <laughs> which which of your NPCs calling you mummy uh, which of your NPCs would you run in a campaign which of your NPCs would you most like to yeah. play oh gosh yeah, yeah, I really okay so I, I as you may have been able to tell I really really enjoy artifices and I discovered that through making these NPCs um, mm. I loved Tamara and I also think Kaylin was sort of amazing and broken. Oh, Kaylin um, was an artificer. Okay. Kaylin and Glau were both artificers. And just, I remember there was a sort of small sound of indignation, or not indignation, of confusion from Chloe two episodes ago when the robot was able to cast heat metal but had like 7 HP. And it's because... Um, oh. Artificers can basically make like a homunculus. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I've listened to season two of Nadpod. <laughs> hey, I don't know anything about artificers. You can't blame me. <laughs> but yeah, I think I thought you just homebrewed it. But uh... oh no. So so uh, so it's kind of a homebrew because it's a robot, not like a homunculus, and it's probably bigger than a homunculus would have been. But I but mm. you can cast a spell as a bonus action that is usually takes an action and then your homunculus just does it and I'm like that's broken that's I love so that broken what isn't it um yeah wild so yeah I um I love artifices it is the is the TLDR of this and usually I build worlds or I'm in worlds that they don't necessarily suit but this world I think really lends itself to them um and then out of the four of you I think I I don't know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to say for backstory because I've got everyone's, like, backstory cards, and so I'm like, heh 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 Of course I don't have a favourite child, I love you Genuinely, like, I think I, I kind of mirror all of the questions, like, all of the responses you gave as kind of exactly how I feel about it, in that, like, I've never played a melee caster or a wizard because they both seem overly complicated so and I would want someone else to build them for me. never played a melee caster or wizard? <laughs> a melee <laughs> character or a wizard god damn it oh, okay. um, I, am I was trying to figure that out for a minute I was like yeah. <laughs> I've not played anyone I, <laughs> I am a melee caster meant um, like a paladin or bard 
Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone that does melee mm. stuff, but is also a caster. Um, and I then was trying I, to figure out who she meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think Rain has got a lot of backstory juice um, that I am aware of, and horrible way to say yeah, that. Yeah, we've got to squeeze the juice out of Rain. <laughs> backstory juice. <laughs> Lol. Um, and and Delphi as as well, like the world that you have created, and also like I know all of your I know all of your secrets, even the yeah. secrets that See- you don't know. Um, and that is really exciting to me as well. So like, how do you know why Raina hates pirates? Because I don't. No, <laughs> no, that's yeah, up to something you, buddy. Happened. Don't know what it was. Something happened though. Is this something Ellie told you, or just like you came up with? And no, then... just on the spot. Once I was like, I really hate pirates. Hate and it's pirates. Become a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think those kind of things that just Tee-hee. kind of emerge during the role play are very good, though. Like, yeah, little characters. I agree. Maybe it doesn't have to be a tragic backstory. Maybe it's just like, on principle, she doesn't approve. Yeah. Thank you for that question. That was that was a very very good question. Next question uh, comes from a very special guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Becky. Ah! <laughs> Everyone's giggling on the face. Hello. That was so disorientating. She, she cannot. Do you want to? Do you want to hold? Do you want to? Do you want to put these on? <laughs> Hi. Hey, bestie. Oh my god. Hello. <laughs> Oh, this is not breaking COVID regulations because um, uh, I don't think it's... I think it's it's not... It's, it wouldn't be breaking COVID regulations anyway, No COVID anyway, regulations Katie. in the country. Yeah. <laughs> what COVID uh-huh, regulations? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, they are... I think it's not uh, against podcast privacies to say that that is Ellie's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> who did the amazing art of our characters. Yes! Nice. Yes, who is amazing. And I literally don't think I've yeah, ever yeah. talked to you. Same. Hello. Uh, Becky, before you, before you ask your question, I want to say thank you for my item. It's very cool and I love it very mm. much. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you like um, it. I think this might be released before that, so you might have to cut that out. <laughs> no, it's cool. You didn't oh, no. say what it is. Just I can't there. hear what's going on, but I think you're all simping for Becky and I'm kind of here for it. But oh, she has a question. Give us your question. Give oh. us your question. Okay, my question for you all is, if your PC was a baked good, what baked good <laughs> oh, would they be? So <laughs> this is this the is most Becky question in the world. <laughs> I think... I, see, in my... It would be fun if Toz was lemon biscuits, but she's not, um, is the thing. But I think <laughs> she would be... Uh, like, I'm just... I think she'd be like banana bread. Mm, good, good. Oh, I love that take. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's warm and like comforting and sweet. It like doesn't help that like my mum always makes banana bread out of old bananas. So it's like very much a comfort thing I associate with being a little kid. Mm. Um, mm. But mm. It's, banana bread is very good. Yeah. Chocolate chips? Uh, no, she doesn't make it with chocolate, chocolate chips. Chocolate banana bread is um, But it's like a very functional, practical kind of baked good, which I think very much fits with who Toz is as a person, in that like, it can be had for breakfast rather than a treat, and it's to use up like old fruit. Um, so mm. that's my answer. I, I think Raina would be a donut, but specifically a ring donut with pink icing and rainbow sprinkles oh very good oh yes my gosh. <laughs> yes um because it's like it's a very solid like safe base you're like yeah i know what this is but also it's loud and uh <laughs> like kind of different on the top or maybe maybe should be like some kind of uh 
filled donut because the, you don't know what's mm. on the inside. Blood. It's like. <laughs> Is it Warlock juice? <laughs> it's, it's filled with... Um, That's what I'm the backstory juice is. Because I was trying to think of something that was like a solid base, but then like had something unpredictable mm. about it. Uh, so Fun and Donut fancy. was kind of where I came up with that. Um, yeah, I could probably come up with something slightly better if I thought through it, but I, I like that. I like that. Donut. There we go. I'll stop rambling now. Uh, <laughs> I think Delphi... Delphi would be like... Um, you know the plaited bread loaves you get, but with um, <gasps> like I don't know how exactly you do it. I'm trying to think, uh, but like pesto as part of it, like you can like you oh, can yeah, cook yeah, pesto yeah. into bread, and it's absolutely lovely. But that as a plaited loaf, mm. I think is the is the Delphi vibe. Because she's a mm. plant. What? <laughs> 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 what? Okay. <laughs> Is it my turn next? Oh yeah, go on. Yeah, go on, Katie. Um, yeah. Um, I think uh, Morgan is a uh, pano chocolat. Mm. Oh, very, very good. fancy. Uh, because it's kind of squishy and delicate, and <laughs> takes a lot of effort to put together. It's kind of a bit over the top to like fold all the layers together. Yeah. And and very crumbly and kind of falls apart if you just kind of it's French it is what um, you're saying. Uh, and it's kind of fancy and if you like uh, and and if you say pano chocolat it's kind of like saying French things correctly is just kind of like a posh people thing. Um, um Okay and, added. Oh it is did you never get teased for being kind of posh sounding because you like said a French thing correctly at school? I've no. never been, not been teased for being posh sounding, so you know, yes. <laughs> I think standards for posh sounding is different in 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 South Wales to in England, but um. <laughs> oh boy, is it? Yeah. Anyway, um. I sound saying? posh. Yeah, pano chocolat. Also, they're delicious. Yes, um, they're good. And I could eat so many of them. <laughs> oh, that, that's not. That really has some implications for Morgan, but okay. Um, I have one answer. Tamara is a Welsh cake. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's good. Thank you. Love it. Love it. Of course, she is. <laughs> You're so you. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. How did I not see that one coming? I genuinely, as soon as you said it, I was like ruminating on it, and I was like, ha 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 ha. Ha. But also, like, I think she's like, she's quite like, when I say simple, I don't mean like thick. I mean like, <laughs> I mean like, she, Interesting. she is what she, like, she it does what she says on the tin, you know, she's like, she's got, she, she gets the job done, uh... And, but she's nice and she's kind of unassuming, but she's got like little bits of like, I guess like cinnamon in her, you know? She's like a little bit. Oh, fancy. She's like a little Welsh bit cake. of surprises. Oh my god. Are they chocolate chips or are they raisins? They're we raisins. We don't know. It's we'll a Welsh cake out. and we don't have chocolate and Yeah, it's, it's, it's never been chocolate <laughs> yeah. chips, Webster. I know. Ellie makes chocolate chip ones for me. But you I give don't. them to kids and they think that they're chocolate chips and then they're like, what is this? This is a raisin. You deceived me. <laughs> But tell me, tell me that there isn't a better metaphor for when Tamara uh, came up to you incredibly regally and then told you that you would have to ride on two horses because she forgot chariots existed. <laughs> yes. That, as a metaphor of thinking something's chocolate chips and then it's actually raisins, <laughs> is yep. perfect. Fight well, me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Becky, for that yes, question. question. Thank, thank you, Becky. Question. Good question. I'm, thank I'm you, Becky. Back. Hello, I can Bye, hear you guys. Bye. 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 Bye, Becky. Bye. We have a 
bunch of questions from Phil. Um, I'll pick one and then maybe we'll circle back around yeah. to some more. Um, they're, they're kind of on a similar note. Where did you get the inspiration for various homebrewed elements of the world Doma is set in? And what inspired the players to create and develop the characters they're piloting? Uh, so, yeah, I think we can meld these into one mm. because uh, it's kind of... It, it's it's framed as a sort of, I guess, a GM player's question. But I think because you're helped with the world building and the world creation, you'll be able to give your input on the world and the, the homebrewed elements of the world as well, mm. which is great. Have we explained how we made the world? Um, I think, I we, think we mentioned... I think we did in the first session. Yeah, yeah I think we've we mentioned it in passing. But we That's played Dawn of Worlds. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a game called Dawn of Worlds, which is one you can use to uh, mm. build worlds. And we, we did. Yeah. yeah. But I think also, like, specifically, we all built... were part like a, Took a big part in building the races that we ended up playing. Like, I know I did yes. yeah. for the Grofer, mm. obviously, but I think everyone chose a race that they specifically put in the world. Yeah. Oh, I'm assuming we we did that because we were already thinking about having those as our characters and wanted to make sure that... They uh, were in the world, yeah, that was their, it. Yeah, yes. their mm-hmm. species were present. Yeah. But yeah, um, Ariel's put in lots of... No, actually, the... mine was the opposite way round. If I made it and then I was like, hmm, I've made this, <laughs> I want to so play my, it. I, d- I don't know really about the world building because like, I kind of very much followed suit with that and I was like, I think it would be interesting if this happened. Eyes closed, Didn't head you... first, as my usual... Mm process goes didn't you build an entire like city political structure i did that after we had the city okay fair but because toz was coming from a noble background i was like i would know how all of these things work and i need i basically like would create the character and then work backwards as to why she's in the situation that she's in um Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. in terms of character i i wanted to play um in a game for my Oh, how old am I? My 22nd birthday, when we were all inside, me and some of my friends played D&D, and uh, my boyfriend, friend of the podcast, um, played a Loxodon rogue, and I thought all those like, <laughs> racial traits were very interesting and cool, and I was like, I want to play a Loxodon, um, and I had wanted to play a Battlemaster forever and ever and ever. Because I'm kind of like, instead of playing all the classes, I'm just working my way through all the martial melee classes, <laughs> the subclasses. I'm yeah. like cool. I've played. I've played a champion. I've played an eldritch knight. So now it's time to play a battle master. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and then like for Toz's character backstory, it was very reactionary um, because in RWD uh, Rendezvous of Destiny, my character is very like chill and laid back and outspoken, and she's like the face of the party. And I was like, I want to do the opposite. <laughs> Um, and also as a plus size person I realised I'd never played a plus size character so I was like if anyone ever does fan art firstly god bless you secondly Toz is fat Mm. that's very important to me and part of her character and that was another thing that I wanted to bring to her and I think I've talked for like five minutes now so I'm going to let someone else have a go (laughs) (laughs) we love to hear it (laughs) we do Chloe? Um, in terms of like the world building when we were doing the Dawn of Worlds, I was kind of most interested in just like making all the. I, I didn't go in. I didn't think about anything too in depth because I like was trying to make everything like uh, a, a huge like diversity of stuff. Um, but obviously, like uh, Katie said, um, 
I was like, I'm going to have Tabaxi because I want, and I, I, I wanted Tabaxi and Janasi because those were the two races that I was thinking of. And I remember saying immediately afterwards, hmm, now after the, the context that I've put these two races in, uh, I don't think I want to play either of them. Uh, and I very briefly considered mm. playing a dwarf and then I was like, nah, Raina's Tabaxi. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, but like in terms of Raina, I, other than I wanted to play a bard probably because it's just I'd never done one before and it's the most similar to what I am in real life mm. it suits uh, you so well um so I wanted to play I wanted I, I kind of thought oh if this is like the podcast one like this is like the big one if that makes sense like it's the one that's going out into the world so I was like let's do something that I can do well in real life because logic that makes sense but I didn't really have an awful lot kind of like planned for Raina before I actually like put her together and everything I never planned to have her so tragic as Ellie constantly reminds me because I said to her I'm gonna make a happy character because all of my (laughs) characters uh, are full of regret and and tragedy whether or not whether I put it in the backstory or not they just end up there Uh, (laughs) which is fine like that's what I enjoy playing and that's like completely fine but uh i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna break the mold and then i absolutely did not (laughs) but the difference like with rainer is i guess i i was thinking about this earlier what there were two things that i thought of earlier that were kind of oh that was it um the two things that are kind of like going like to this is very rambly i apologize the two things I kind of like explore with Raina is like curiosity and innocence. So whilst she's like had a lot of like bad things happen, she's not jaded by it. She's still very young, mm. you know, and she's still very curious about the world and all of this. Um, well, isn't she like 18? She's, she's 19. 19. Yeah. So yeah. She's 18. That makes that so uh, much of a difference. <laughs> I also specifically made her like to be not only like working class but um but have like has experienced poverty like as a child because of the context in which she put the tabaxi and that i was mm-hmm. the only person to use the combat mechanics in dawn of worlds nobody wanted to attack each other and i was like oh tabaxi <laughs> yeah. gonna go uh, they're just gonna be ruthless capitalists they're gonna be terrible mm-hmm. and that's why i didn't want to play a tabaxi because of the context i put mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. so i created a tabaxi that i could sort of I could still kind of I didn't have to go like? against yeah. yeah I could still like her I didn't have to like go against what I wanted mm. to play uh, because obviously like just because you're from a certain city doesn't mean you mm. have the same views as absolutely everyone in the city um, well a society of ruthless capitalists is at least partially bad because of how it treats its own people mm. like exactly uh, and I yeah. don't know why I exactly, chose yeah. for her to be a sailor it's a good, like, it's a good context I, for that. I don't know. Well, well, the, the, uh, the back, we we did like uh, explicitly write in during Dawn of Worlds about the Tabaxi being a big sailing yes, culture. That was it. Um, yes, yes, that so makes it, sense. So it seems now. like like if you're looking for a trade for character Tabaxi to have, then that is a good mm. choice. Yeah. Yes, I think it's because I wanted to find something that was. Um, I didn't want her to be an entertainer or anything like that because mm. of the context of mm. like the bard powers. I wanted them to be completely mm. new. So I was like, what's completely different? 
and that makes sense in the context of this city that we've made and it's like sailor i i created the grover while playing the dawn of the world and like didn't come up with like they were very bare when i first thought of it and very much like playing on the things of like the the uh treants and stuff like that well they like mostly a bunch of jokes about the the phrase spicy yeah. forest because as soon as someone said the phrase <laughs> spicy forest we all couldn't yeah. stop yes like I, I think everyone as listeners needs to know that there are a lot of places in this world that we named as placeholder names and like one of us was going to come up with a better name and then nobody did like cat girl city like cat girl yes. city <laughs> i will have you know that it was always going to be spicy forest and stay a spicy <laughs> forest this is the vibe we are going for mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah Del- i think like basically what happened is i like decided to play delphi and then i was like what would this kind of place look like what is it like and like how did it fit within the world because it was, it was, I couldn't play off, like, I didn't want to play off the Trient style thing that much. And so I had to, like, come up with all of this stuff. Or I didn't have to, I decided to. And so then I started building up this yeah, thing. You, and you, you, you came up with so much oh, good I have stuff. Like, so, so much. much. Like, when I say came up with, I spent, like, a month figuring out the physiology of growth up. Like, I, but there is... I talked with my friends. But you have to, like, population Oh, yeah, I do have a population demographic yeah. graph because I wanted to figure out how long, what the birth rate of them was. She, she made Excel, Excel spreadsheets yeah, for and this. Yeah, and, like, I love mm. that kind of stuff. Um, but then I think Delphi, like, was very much a character that is... I didn't want to play a character that was, like, had some big traumatic event happen to them. And then, mm-hmm. like, became an adventurer because of it. I wanted to play a character that was very, uh, just wasn't like nothing big happened, but just wasn't wi- wildly accepted into like their like background and stuff. And like, yeah, and I, and then I was like, cool, this is that this is how I'm going to play this, and this is what they do, and like, and why they're adventurer, and like how they came to do all this stuff. And then I decided to play a warlock because it really fits well in that, like, you know, just kind of semi-shunned by society. Like, they were never, like, thrown out, mm. but they were also, like, never properly accepted. And there's a very good character from another podcast where I was like, I love this character. I would love to play a character even vaguely similar to them. But also, like, have very different things to them. Um, and mm. then I was thinking about... Uh, I think this is kind of backstory stuff, so I'm not going to talk about it. But uh, just, like, things about warlocky things just you know warlocky things oh yeah we had some very interesting conversations about like the nature of things yeah like i i think to a large extent all of that stuff is like rubbish basically just like random stuff i came up with but i was like enjoying i think that's what a lot of warlock stuff is and i really enjoy that thing of like esoteric like rubbish and just you know, the random things that you come up with when you're, like, thinking of that. And, like, eldritch guards and stuff that are, like, just ridiculous in every way. It's wonderful. Yeah. But, yeah, I think there's other stuff about Delphi, but some of it is backstory stuff. And I don't want to spoil it for listeners. So it's it will be left unsaid. Um, although, if you want to know more about Grove Folk, I have... I need to, like, collate it, but I have so much information about them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe post our... Yeah special upcoming six yeah. shot yes um, that's yes. actually a really good idea um, I can reveal Katie? the weird information yeah um, 
Uh, mm, Morgan, um, so what's the question again? Oh, I was going to say, about? these, the, the, uh, like, hang on, I've lost it. Uh, so here it is. It's, what did, where did you get the inspiration for various homebrewed elements and what inspired the players to create and develop the characters they're piloting? Okay, so um, with Morgan, honestly, I can't remember it. Like, I kind of, I, the kind of, like, specific setting of, like, not the Regency period, but the, like, sort of Regency period that you get in, in, in modern day, like, romance novels and stuff and, and, and fantasy uh, setting kind of inspired by that period with the, like, very uptight manners mm. and the reputations and the, like, um, like children being sent to... I don't know, just that kind of, like, Regency or faux Regency vibe. Uh, which is what we've got going on for Antebra was kind of one of the things I was feeling for Morgan. I wanted to do a wizard because I haven't actually played a wizard before uh, and the chronomancy uh, subclass looked really cool. Um, and what else was I thinking for Morgan? Um, she was a tiefling because I was like, why not do a tiefling? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got, oh, I've got a whole list here. I'm looking at my like original character notes and I've got a whole list of different virtue names I was thinking to give her her, her as, as, as a name. Uh, there's Tranquility on here, which would have been funny. Silence, which would also have been funny. Oh Clarity. Yeah. Morgan's Silent Aldridge. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> tranquility oh God. kind of work. Oh, Tranquility and Serenity are kind of the same meaning, but um, mm. uh, that didn't pan out, did it? Um other than that, but I think I, that's uh, one of my favorite thing about virtue names. Mm, they're so good. Mm, originally, yeah. she was gonna originally she was gonna have a first level in artificing, but I decided not to do that for the reasons wild. I can't remember. Um, but because I mean, she kind of uh, like A said earlier, like artificing is really part of the vibe of this world a lot, so that would have been cool. Um, uh, other than that, I wanted to do. I know it's a cliche, but. Awful wizard academics is so good. It's yes. such a good vibe. <laughs> Awful horrible academics, like in tall buildings wearing tweed. Oh my god! It's, <laughs> I hate it. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, Excellent vibes. Mm. Um, and what about you, Ellie? I'm trying to think of ways to answer this because there's just I'm like you. there's just so much. I think uh, original inspiration. Uh, was very Night Vale based or like yeah like I think I I originally went down so my I'm looking through the very first notes that I made and it was just slightly uncanny valley things being ever so slightly wrong glitchy industrial in a slightly steampunk way all Mm. that kind of stuff Mm. and then um, I remember like right at the beginning we did I sent out like a little kind of questionnaire of like uh, and I asked you all to kind of list three sort of sources of media that you thought were like really interesting and that you'd kind of like to emulate and why. And I remember there was like stuff that I've listened to and watched and read, like Doctor Who and and Taz Balance and Midst. Um, but then there was oh, is Midst where all the crystal stuff came from? I think I th- I think Midst was part of where all the crystal stuff came from, and also. Um, God, I need to listen to season two. I think I think the um, uh, Vega Camarius 
plotline vaguely came from there's an ep- there's an episode in midst where someone's being held hostage and there's uh there's a kind of a narrative switch where you think you think one thing because you've made an assumption about a kidnapper kidnappy relationship and then it's revealed to be slightly different and i think that very much inspired me with vega camarius and iona um mm. I th- oh, um i should mention here midst is a podcast called midst by uh, third person productions now third person productions i think by... they follow us it's just, it's just mid midst podcast um and it's very good although i would put a good, big old trigger warning on it for police brutality uh yeah and violence and everyone kind of being a terrible person but it's an amazing podcast yeah uh, and you should listen to it also trigger warning for capitalism um <laughs> yes um so yeah i think that was that was a lot of it and I'm, I'm looking through i've got a private uh pinterest mood board that i made as well and a lot of it is like screen caps from doctor who screen caps from uh there's some uh, illustration of night vale and taz balance lots of tarot this stuff is, um, the adventure zone balance and welcome to night vale both podcasts we, we don't, don't need yes, to plug these of those we don't need to promo them yeah, we don't but, need any uh, might, advertisement from us they they might not someone might not know what they are i believe in their power to use google mm. yes i think <laughs> yes i th- and i think um so so there's that kind of stuff and then I'm trying to think what else, like, what else I'm, in terms of, like, the, the setting, um, some of my inspiration for places was, I think, the easiest way to be creative is to get two disparate things that are not usually connected and connect them, um, and I've done that with a lot of the locations where they are, like, a mix of two different places that I have, that I'm kind of familiar with, um, so I think I said that Catgirl City is like a mix of like um, Port Victoria slash Johannesburg and also um, a little mm. bit of, of uh, Cardiff Bay because it's got that kind of mm. reverted port energy. But um, there's, so there's stuff like that. I think I, I really enjoyed making mm. places. I, I, I think we, we, we said before probably not on podcast but i think we it's been talked about a little bit on twitter that like antebro vibe which we've never been to on podcast is kind of like mix of um oxford and barcelona yes uh that's actually that's um no where's where's um that's brawl i think yeah is it yes brawl. i have i've just yes. messaged oh, Ellie um, about it but i didn't want to forget i also have ideas about like what kind of melded city gaimaris is like which is where toz is from Ooh, very cool. Um, yeah, Brawl is kind of like a mix of, yeah, Oxford, Cambridge. Oh, because I was thinking in terms of, like, um, uh, immigration. Oh, sorry, it's it's that uh, Antibra is like Amsterdam and um, Barcelona. And then and, um, yeah. and then Brawl is more like Oxford, Cambridge-y, northern-y. Yeah. And by Barcelona, I, I think really, like... Uh, the Gaudian element of of the, the colours, yeah, the colours and the mosaic and all that kind of stuff. Just because I really love that. Um, yeah, I hope that answers that question. Um, and in terms of uh, species, you all know I use an elf and an orc had a baby because I love it and I swear by it. It's like my own religious text. 
um, <laughs> in terms of creating cool and interesting cultures. Uh, but a lot of a lot of the creativity of this world, I think, is down to to you guys. Um, I well, genuinely, mm. like, I think my creativity works best when I have other people to bounce ideas off of. And um, I think that goes for everybody. Of, I have to say, yeah, like, uh, yeah, uh, like, but, but there are some people who can, you know, literally just sit down and write a novel and do it in their own company. And I don't think I'm actually that kind of person. Like, so the fact it's like a, it's such a tiny thing, but like the fact that Gaia Maurus and is where Talzia is from, and it's. Um, it's got a nomadic culture and that you decided that it was going to be based off of sort of Scottish culture um, influenced me to basically then make the other nomadic group, which is the half mm. gnomes and the halflings, another Celtic mm. sort of subset, which yeah, is that's very Welsh. Mm. And then the, then the other subset of gnomes who are not nomadic are Irish. And, well, my bad approximation of an Irish accent. So, like... The, it's I would, not a one-on-one I, culture translation, but it is like yeah. Vibes. Oh yeah, completely. It's it, it's it's a it's inspiration rather than mm. like attempt any attempt at appropriation mm. at all. Yeah. Um. I think this is probably very comprehensively answered that question. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> that's a very good. Also, question. she likes playing short characters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's also Ellie. <laughs> yeah. Um. I next question is from. The lovely Nathan at Nate Scott Jones. Um, Nate, we love Yay. you. Um, what the first question that he asked as, has already kind of been answered, which is, can you tell us about how this wonderful podcast came about? Thank you for yeah. calling us wonderful. I appreciate that. I think that's already been answered. Uh, so, <laughs> the second, <laughs> the second question is, if your PC slash NPC had to be covered in cooking oil, what kind of oil would they prefer? Oh. This is a good oh question. This is a very good question. <laughs> it's it only a good question for you, Ariel. This is our fault. Um, um, <laughs> sesame dibs on se- Actually, no, I'm changing it to truffle because Toz Oh, yeah, that's definitely truffle. Rich. Um, yes, that's truffle such a good Toz vibe. Uh, <laughs> that's my answer. Arbitrarily lavender because it's purple and I like the smell mm. of lavender. Ooh. Mm. Uh, mm. I mean... Rain has just got to be sunflower oil, surely. Oh, oh yeah, that's cute. See, <laughs> this is a g- very good question because uh, I can't think versatile. of an answer. And I'm the one who came up with this stupid thing. Surely, surely Delphi is covered in chili oil. No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that not spicy? No, 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 no. Delphi. The wildly Tabasco. the thing about Delphi is that Delphi is not spicy for the spicy forest. Like they're very bland in a weird way. Um, not like bland in the way that we would use it, but as in like they're not a spicy person. Um, garlic oil. Oh, garlic oil is Ooh. a good shout. That is a good garlic shout. Garlic oil is a really good shout. Yeah. It's also very tasty. Yeah, I would say chili, chili garlic oil no. would oh. be a. <laughs> That's more me out of character, but because uh... <laughs> you're because mm. you're a spicy woman. I I don't find Delphi that spicy. Um, well, no, but she's you are from the, the first spicy person. Forest. <laughs> I think it's relative spiciness, right? It's mm. it's like mm. she's spicy to us, but not necessarily yeah. to people in the spicy yeah. forest. Like garlic and some white people. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think that's the thing. I think I she like is just, just garlic oil. Because I I think Felicity has chili oil vibes. Vi- yeah, I vibe with that. Um, I'm trying to think what Bastet would be because I think she'd be an interesting. Sesame seed? Uh, Something kind of dignified. 
Like, yeah, like she's got to be uh, extra virgin olive oil. Oh, would she be like the, fa- the yeah the fancy extra virgin <gasps> extra like virgin olive, olive oil? oil. <laughs> That's so good. things. I love it. If I make a joke about how being the leader of Arrowways makes you extra virgin, well, I get. That's the joke. I was sat there thinking <laughs> and I didn't say it. Oh, which which person would be like? Uh, um, which person would be engine oil? Is the real question. Um, <laughs> oh God, um, uh, Caitlin Jenner because she's an artificer. Yeah, I was thinking it might like machine oil might be that engine oil. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, probably one of the artificers, oh, yeah. either Tamara or. Or like Glau was hot, had Glau had some very comprehensive armor on. Um, it was but that armor. Kaylin's but Kaylin's the, the slimy guy. Yeah, Kaylin's the engine oil man. Uh, Kaylin is just is just permanently greased with like margarine or something. Oh, that's the um, worst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Nate, for this absolutely fantastic question. Uh, I think we're probably going to move off of Twitter questions now onto uh, a couple questions uh, from Daniel Newman. Um, there's some there's some very good questions. We've got uh, in episode 21 we were told <laughs> yeah we were we were told that not, not all NPCs names had meanings. What is Ellie's favorite meaningful name and what do the tall girls names mean? I could answer what my tall girls going to say is. yeah um, I looked up Scottish baby names and I picked the one that I liked. Nice. Oh my gosh! I, yes. I, I would like to say that it, I correct me if I'm wrong, but at one point, wasn't Tosu's name just straight up going to be Nelly? Oh yes. my gosh! Yes. Yeah. I forgot about <laughs> that. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was oh going to happen. God. And then my boyfriend was like, "You can't do that," and I was like, "Yeah, you can't He's... call her Nelly the Elephant." Ne- I think Nelly like the Elephant is like a he tells copyrighted me... property. We can, we'll yeah. have to, we'll get sued if we it... do that. Um, it sounds like he tells me what to do, but really he's just ninety percent of my impulse control. <laughs> yeah, it was needed. It was absolutely fun. needed. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> fun for a one shot, maybe not for yeah, uh, several year long uh, uh, series. <laughs> yeah, Raina's name came about the same way that all of my PCs' names come about, which is just me putting together random sounds uh, and saying them out loud until I find one that sounds nice. <laughs> but Raina is the name I've only ever heard. There was a character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Rainer is not based on that character at all, but I thought the name was nice. Mm. And then Riftwood kind of came from just, fr- literally just from Driftwood. Yeah. And I was like, that fits. Mm. And they sound nice together. They do. So we'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, it does. I like the alliteration. <laughs> Delphi is, uh, I don't. I think we might have mentioned this. Delphi is short for the Delphinium, which is a, the Latin name of a plant. That's like very mildly po- poisonous. Isn't it a foxglove? Yes, think- it is. No, it's 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 yeah, it's whatever was in it was whatever was in the original trailer. Yeah, no, it's, it's a larkspur. Reference yeah. it. It's uh, a larkspur. No, that's it. A larkspur. Larkspur. Yes, that's the one. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's because uh, Delphi's real name is Moralta um, Calvin, and so it's. It's the direct translation. Uh, all of the Grofoot people are named after various plants, and because all the plants in the in the spicy forest are poisonous, all of the names are named after poisonous plants. Uh, and so I have a long list of Grofoot names that is just like the the plant 
what the name is because it's some variation on that because like you can't call someone like pop well you can call someone poppy what's you can't call someone like <laughs> that was a bad yeah, example a, I, I can only think of like actual names now but like um you can't call someone carrot yeah you can't call someone <laughs> carrot. i mean you can yeah. potato though because potatoes are poisonous before they're cooked yeah like it's that kind of thing you can't call them weird names because it does just stand out a bit too much uh, and so you just like use a variation on that. I do mm. know of a fictional character called Carrot now that you Yeah, no, Carrot. Oh, yeah, so do I. But I think like Captain. But the Captain thing is, we're all thinking is, of the same character. Is the thing? Are we all of, thinking like, of Captain Carrot from the Discworld series? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely yeah, no. not. Really? I'm thinking of a Dungeon Run character. Um, <laughs> of course you are. It, but it's like anyway. Um, the thing of like as an example. Exhibit A of how Iriel has put in so much work into Grove. Genuinely. Genuinely. But, yeah. So it, Chloe and I are just like, we liked the name. But it's like, <laughs> potato. if someone was named after a potato, they would have the Grove Folk name, and then they'd have the, the name that they used in common, which is would be like Pots or something like that, which like a variation <laughs> on potatoes, yes. so it's not as weird, um, which is what like Delphinium is. Um, but like you could yeah. call them Lark, and that would also be their name, it's just they chose Del- uh, Delphinium or Doughty. Um Mm. Like a new yeah. name, mm. Uh, mm. and nice. That's just based on the fact that, uh, like, that's what real people in real life do when their names work like that. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That reminds me actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me actually of when I was looking at Raina's name because, according to like D and D lore, Tabaxi used names like um, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like, and the quiver. Uh, uh, I ran a long yeah name. things I like rivers a, and like mountains a, and like yeah. I r- I ran a long, like, two-year campaign and we had a Tabaxina party who was called Quill in the Grass. Yes. Yeah, that's so the, Their dad was called Quill in the Grass and they were called Ridge on the Mountain. Mm. <gasps> yeah. And I and I looked at that and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in that for a podcast of all white people. There's yeah, something a yeah. bit sort of appropriative of, of indigenous culture there mm. in terms of, like, how indigenous uh, Native American names are often translated uh, exactly. I was like, I so don't want to pick mm. one of these when I yeah don't yeah no. I never yeah, I did, so I never had that association, but at least yeah, not without a whole bunch of research that's maybe not that uh, otherwise yeah. relevant for the tabaxi. But Katie. But anyway, I interrupted. Carry on. <laughs> um. So for Morgan's name, uh, I honestly like I just had Morgan in my back pocket is a name I liked and wanted to use like. Um, I'd toyed with it for as a name for a different character uh, in a uh, funnily enough in the LARP campaign and then discarded it but I, and I ended up calling them uh, Matea uh, for those who are familiar with her them I can't remember any pronouns <laughs> ever again but um, anyway yeah with, with Morgan I was just like oh time to dust out the Morgan name um, and I disliked it and then I uh, wanted a posh people sounding English sounding name for surname and I ended up going with Aldridge I can't remember why it just sounded neat to me and then I uh, just like I mentioned I had a long list of of virtue names I wanted to put in as a middle name uh, for like just vibes Um, she was nearly called uh, Morgan Clemency Aldridge oh my Uh, god I think serenity works well it's got a good rhythm um, yes, it does. Mm, it's got a role. Anyway, I once uh, had a tiefling who was named frequently writes to her parents. <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness! goodness. <sighs> yeah, oh, the the That's like the, the oldie name. Puritan 
and Quaker names are some great yeah. horrible you gotta really there. lean into it yeah yeah i oh maybe i should have just gone full out with a ridiculous name but i, I didn't in the end <laughs> i think um, morgan serenity works yeah Mo- morgan, like morgan works i've got all sorts of like uh ideas for like when she uses which of her three names when and like uh when she's dusting out a family name versus her virtue name and stuff mm-hmm. um like she publishes yeah. morgan serenity uh not as Aldridge. Um. I think I'm going to answer this with two answers. <gasps> one kind of deliberately ignoring the question <laughs> um, and one genuinely answering the question um, because I think this the conversation about names came up when I was talking about Vega Camarias, Yes, I believe. And I think that that has a good... Uh, indicator of like how of most of my naming process, the vast majority of my naming process, which is like I think I like I said mouthfeel, um, but Vega oh, I, I think hee hee um, Vega I wanted to have like a name that kind of sounded a little bit like Vegas, um, and Vegas kind of what I hit upon, and then Camarius is much more random. I was just kind of trying to find something that fit, but if you want to get like real English lit about it. Um, He is probably from Navrosh, which is like the elf kind of area, um, which isn't far from Antebrough, which we've kind of established has kind of Amsterdam slash Mediterranean vibe. Two completely different clashing things, I know, but, you know. Um, And so I kind of wanted to, in, in the opposite sense of... Uh, Aldridge has like an old English feel to it. I wanted to have something that was deliberately not old English to give it almost and this is going to sound like weird but like almost like a nouveau riche type vibe Mm. and like... No I totally get that. Do you know what I mean? Like not to say oh yeah I got a non-English name because that means nouveau riche but I guess from like I was thinking about it from the perspective of like what would snotty elves find distasteful and i was like that so that kind of feels like the correct vibe and then it sounds a bit like like something that to, designed to sound latin mm. but yes exactly latin. it has kind of an air of like fakeness and showiness about it um and then a name that is that is genuinely quite uh well thought out actually is felicity keats um mm. because felicity, felicity about like truth and stuff uh, no it means luck Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, also luck, it's yeah. also uh, got connotations of uh, kind of uh, what's the word? Not being upbeat. Um, what's the other Optimistic? meaning of it? Yeah, like high energy. Felicity nah. Keats does sound. It has that yeah. vibe, doesn't it? Thank you. Yes, Felicity means intense happiness. Oh, um, cool. So I was like I going that. for that kind of in. Yeah, I, so it was going for that kind of intense happiness. That kind of stuff and then keats is a reference to the very very first origins of the idea of behind this murder mystery which is a john keats poem Uh, and i would love you were going to say that i would love i heard felicity keats i was like she's named after the poet i know it i I would know it (laughs) i would love to give am like one guess as to what it could possibly be but i don't think you'll get it because it's changed so massively from Uh the origin point can i 
Google John Keats poetry and just look at the titles as a thing because I'm really not I'm I'm outing myself as a Byron girl. Uh, okay, no, that's I mean I I was got I said it like because of the English lit thing, but like is I, it Grecian urn? No, but very or Nightingale. Very similar vibe to Grecian urn. It's yeah. um the pot of basil. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Grecian urn was like my immediate guess. Mm, which it's which the the original story is about this uh pair of lovers who like can't be together because uh the woman is like super rich and has two super rich very capitalist brothers um uh-huh. and the guy is poor and so the guy the 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 brothers go and then murder the guy um bury him and i think chop off his head um and then oh i might be misquoting this english lit nerds who are listening i apologize for misremembering potentially misremembering this poem but she then the the woman then goes uh, gets a dream where she gets told where the body is goes finds it brings the head back with her and puts it in a pot of basil and basically like tends to the basil with her tears and kind of goes slowly insane um Huh. So as you can see, very tenuous links to I can what's going see, on. Like, with, with the two brothers and with the like, with the um, basil, the oil the head around in a kind of creepy place. Yeah, um, with that was food the, yeah. substances. Um, <laughs> that was yeah the well, that wasn't the kind Felicity's of fault. Um, no, that was that was much more Delphi's doing. Um, but yeah, that's I think those, that's my favorite little Easter egg. Okay, but yeah, do y'all do y'all still want to do your questions? Sure. Are you yes, please. I'm I, I'm, to, yeah. I'm okay I not submitting to... a question because I can't really think of one that isn't that that uh, is actually necessary. Just ones that are like uh, no, that's cool. time fillers. Okay. Um, is, yeah. Does anyone have any questions? Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. I have another podcast. What? <laughs> what? No. Surprise! In it, we play either chosen. We cho- Our characters are all either the children of a god from mythology um or they're chosen by that god for various reasons and my question is if your character was like in the the skyon system if they were chosen by a god or their parent was a god um what would it be and like you can use real world deities you can use uh deities in our world which doesn't have a name whatever you like so I, and I, then ellie you I just will, pick an npc i will preface this of this has happened i'm playing a warlock uh, yeah, <laughs> Delphi is yeah. chosen of a, of, a, of a deity, <laughs> like canonically. Yeah. Okay, then do yeah. real, they do real, they oh, do real God. world deities. Best you could. Do, I was gonna say you could if you wanna if you wanna do a reveal, but if you don't wanna do a reveal, uh, Iriel, that's equally no, no. Equally I'll leave it. It's too, it's too or maybe to it's a god named Delphinium. No, that's that's just Delphi's name. Um, De- Delphi's Delphinium's name. You're thinking of Delphire. Oh, Delphi, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Delphi, yeah, yeah. That was completely by accident, by the way. I genuinely I didn't think of that. Oh my god. This entire time, I've been like, wow, bit on the nose, Ariel. Yeah, okay. No, I was just I like, oh I... my god, why did I give them the same name? Because um, <laughs> I gave Delphi... It's the fact, because you... Because you came up with the name for the yeah, I gave deity, the deity and, and then I Delphi. came up with the name for, de- uh, for Delphi, and it completely... 
I think like I did realize pretty early on I could have changed it, but I was like, oh, it's fine, you know. And then I was like, yeah. Please. I mean, in fairness, I say it's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler to the people who are listening. I don't think because there was like a little yeah, but we don't know specifics it, about the god. But yet, you don't know specifics, the, so yeah. I do. Out yeah, we'll keep it. But I'm trying to. I can't think of any uh, real gods. Um, mm. Real gods that they. All of my like mythology knowledge is like what I've gleaned from random sources about mm-hmm. Greek and Norse mythology, which Be honest, is none it's the of Percy it. Jackson series. No, actually, what? I've been playing Hades yes. a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's probably that. Yes. Uh, but I don't have any like proper knowledge of any kind of mythology that's not Christianity. So. I mean, uh, you Christian... think, hey, in, Sky- in Sky on Christian, like myths and legends are also real, so you could just straight up pick one of them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't like most of those people. Yeah, <laughs> if. There's some wild stuff mm. in uh, Christianity. No answers to Am's question. No answers. Have... Someone else go while I think. Yeah. Um, I. Hmm. Who, who the, the would Toss be answer with um, <laughs> Morgan is any one of the, like, many hmm. um, knowledge and truth and learning gods. Um, mm. Or. Um, like in the universe, she is a fan of Calacta, who I did not design as a god, but just ended up being a god who happened to be like perfectly on the nose for her, which is a god of truth and time, learning things and the things she's studying. Um, uh, so, a, like, obvious answer would be like, um, like Athena, but, um, well, maybe Hermes. That's so interesting because I would I would also pick Athena for Toz. Oh yeah, well, well, Toz and mm. Morgan do have similar vibes in a lot of ways. Yeah, I totally agree. I would also maybe pick King Arthur because they're a like mm. legend in for for Toz in like the Skyon universe. So like Robin Hood oh. and like um and like the Morrigan and Kukulain and stuff are all like if they're like a legend, like Johnny Appleseed for America. They're all, like, mm. legitimate, like, powerful, godly beings, which I think yeah. is very neat. I don't really know enough about mythology is the issue. I don't know enough about... D'Artagnan myth- is one in Sky Odd. The ones that you can always <laughs> do is just choose choose what the god is of, and then there's a Roman god yeah. that do- is, does that. Because yeah. they're a Roman mm. god for every single possible thing you can think mm. of. Yeah. yeah. Um, 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 now that you said Robin Hood, I can't get it out of my head, and I think that's right. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am trying to think. I also, my knowledge of gods is like super limited. And also, um, my, also like my, uh, just absolutely rampant Welsh nationalism is just (coughs) making me want to like pigeonhole somebody into a Welsh deity, but I don't think it would work. Um, Morgan Dragon, the dragon that fights the other dragon under the mountain. (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, I don't know enough about I can't remember enough about that story but uh, I mean it's just that the dragon's Welsh that's the big thing about it that's the big (laughs) thing about it is that the dragon is Welsh yeah Um, I think there's I'm not not good enough at being Welsh I'm trying to remember um, actually actually to be fair um, there's I think there's am I right in thinking it's Nissian and Ethnician oh yeah yeah yeah, Ethni- Nissian and Ethnician are like twins. They're not gods, but they are myths, so I think it would apply. They'd count. Um, and uh, one of them's like 
good and one of them's like kind of trickstery and a bit like evil and sus and big on revenge and i feel like that's a good uh vibe for the for the cheerin brothers Mm. um also tamara would absolutely be like something like hermes like god of travelers Mm. um very cool i'm now thinking about poseidon for reina and i don't know which is better oh no i think robin hood I think, I think Robin, Robin Hood's better. I think probably like a Anne Bonny or something, even though she's a pirate, would be good for Raina. Oh, oh my gosh, that would be now. real funny. That would be real funny. She'd be like, oh my god, not a pirate. <laughs> no! But, yeah, I think it's the way thing though, of like in real life pirates were like predominant. Uh, there was like a, there was a weird thing about pirates of some of them were really awful people and then some of them were just like, queer people fine uh, yeah and it's yeah. like it's, yeah. it was and it was just like yeah sure they're robbing but they're like also just robbing from the british empire which is not a bad everyone thing everyone wants black sails i have one more question sure yeah go for it uh, for ariel and katie mm-hmm. if you were gonna run a different game for us on doma like am has what would it be oh. Ariel's already and then done for that. Ammon, oh, no no but a yeah, different yeah but it's, um, it's still D&D oh, system, system. Yeah. Um, and for Am and Ellie like if you were going to do another let's one let's get a like, list of systems uh, I don't know that many oh um, I know exactly what I want to do hmm. I don't know Which that many is... sorry you, you go oh I really want to do Dread um, it's really hard because you need to play it in person because if you've never played Dread before the storyteller gives all their players 20 questions to sort of set up what their character is because there are no stats in dread um which is like i know i'm an incredibly crunchy uh like melee person but i love this game so much and every time you want to do an action that's challenging you have to pull from the tower and the storyteller can ask you to like do two or three bricks depending on how difficult it is if you want to succeed on an action like an automatic success you can choose to knock over the tower and then your character will become If the tower gets knocked over, whether through a pull or you purposefully knocking it over, your character becomes incapacitated. But if you knock it over on purpose, then you succeed on what you were trying to do immediately and then you become incapacitated. It's a really good system. I've played it on Halloween before and it's like so tension fueled. It's a really good time. It's a horror game. I love it so much and I would really love to play it for, run it for everyone. I don't know that many systems that I actually know very well. I would like to shout out that Penguin King Games has a game called Jellyfish Felonies uh, which is about jellyfish committing crimes. Yes! Um, Incredible. Be amorphous do crime. Yeah, honestly this is opening a rabbit hole so I'm just going to start listing off various things. So there's some of them that we can't do podcast wise. So like Discord server has ghosts in it is a wonderful RPG but you cannot Mm. do do, Mm. podcast wise because half of the people aren't speaking. Stewpot is definitely one of them. I've talked about that before. Mm. Um, Yes. I really want to play uh, a game called ECU or Eldritch Care Unit which is a medical (gasps) drama but set around like a cult. So you're like a branch off from the normal hospital that deals with all the occult illnesses, but it's just set up as a medical drama. There's a an RPG based off the Sunless Skies game uh, called Skyfarer. It's very like cosmic horror-y. It's set in this world where London has fallen between beneath the ground and you are in the skies above this like weird place where all this weird stuff happens and like you're piloting a um, train airship kind of thing it, and, but like it's all really dark one of like the key things is that you the RPG starts because your captain has 
disappeared, been replaced by a duplicate, or like has just gone mad and is hide- locked themselves in a cupboard. And like, there are others, but I'm going to leave it there because I will just speak forever about all the different RPGs I want to play. I think there's there's like what I what I want, not what I want to do versus what I will do, but like I know that a monster of the week one shot in this universe would yes. work real well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like already think like I, I'd love to hand that over to somebody else to DM or GM, but like if no one was interested, then I would definitely do that. Yeah. I'd also love to play masks like It's so good. Um, please y'all please run masks. on cast many things. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, they uh, y'all yeah. seem to have like a real great time. Yeah. Also there's a I think I, they're still doing their Kickstarter. There's a system called Zin Never Dies, which I really oh, want to play. That. It's the art style is really cool. You have ideologies and gods and that kind of stuff and um Zin is like the magic. It's like a D20 and D12 based system. It's got some stuff that's sort of similar to D&D, but then yeah, and it's it's it just looks really fun and cool and cute and like the world is very interesting and I'd love to play it at some point. I'm also going to list yeah. off three more because I remember them and they're too good. There's Ryutama that's <laughs> very good and is like D&D but cutesy and more about travelling. And then there's um I can't remember the name of it about uh, teenagers who are also like werewolves and vampires and stuff and it's really oh bite marks no uh, it's uh, apocalypse worlds oh heart it's like something in hearts or something they played it on the critical role channel yeah I'm sure they have it's really really good Monster Hearts? Monster Hearts, Monster yes. Hearts, that's the one, And then yeah. also another Apocalypse World one that I can't remember the name of, but it's a space one. It's very heavily inspired by, like, Firefly and that kind of stuff. And I cannot remember mm. the name of it, but it's really good. And, like, Star Wars. It's, like, uh, rogue space rather than fancy space, if that makes any sense to anyone. Anyone else got uh Yeah, Chloe, what would question? you do? My first answer was going to be Monster of the Week, but Ellie's already taken that <laughs> on. Hee <laughs> sorry. But I think it would be tricky to do in our universe mm. because it has a bunch of like predetermined settings but I would love to play fiasco with you all Ooh. because it's just insane it's it's basically that everyone is just terrible people and makes bad decisions and stuff and oh, you yes. kind of you have like a dice pool and from the dice pool you have to like allocate specific numbers to make your characters and to make like your relationships between the different characters and stuff so it's kind of like almost like procedurally generated characters in a way that was a a bad analogy but still and it's just it's the idea of having one where it's like you're not the heroes like anything can happen and it's entirely like it's it's supposed to be like a sort of film kind of thing so you do scenes Mm -hmm. and you make this like film and it's all completely role play after after that there's there's no like roles or anything Mm -hmm. and then depending on like votes from the other players can determine like whether the scene goes well for you or not and it's just it's completely different to anything I've ever played and I just think it would be really fun also Scum and Billy was the name of the space one. Oh yeah, yeah. alrighty I think we have time for like one more question at most um I don't have a question think- for y'all mostly because I anticipated this was gonna happen I have one more question if no one else does I was yeah. just gonna ask like what people's favorite classes to play are but I think we might have covered it yeah, yeah. I was gonna say does everyone have are- fun and do we appreciate and love Ellie Oh, yeah. no. yes. Um, the answer is yes. <laughs> no, we, we, we Ariel gave the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, this is all a, a, a very long-standing prank that we're playing on Ellie. 
Uh, oh my god! Surprise! Get <laughs> done. Yeah, we're just gaslighting Ellie over several years. Oh In my truth, god! Though, like any time that any of us like do anything for the podcast, <laughs> yeah. anything at all, even just like turn up, Ellie's like, but. But I have to compensate you. You're giving up your time and you're doing all this. And we're like, but Ellie, we enjoy yeah. it. We're, we're doing this because we want to. And she doesn't believe Ellie us. tries I, to pay like us. And, it, and we're you. like, Ellie, no, stop. <laughs> Listen, I have worked with some difficult people in the past. I'll just say that much. I think generally the, the, the big thing for us is that it's like, it's the thing of it's also our project. And so we are happy yeah. putting mm-hmm. the work into it. Um, that you are putting into it as our wonderful yeah. GM and also the main editor for it, which is a lot. She's basically production manager. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you do a huge amount, and we're very happy putting in Aww. the work. Yeah, we Aww. love you. I love you too. This is I am about to pass out unnecessarily from adorable. <laughs> Just before you go, um, I have looked on our downloads for today and. Ooh. Although I don't think Acast has caught up yet, uh, because it's still got a slightly lower number, I think I can say with relative security that we have just passed 3,000 downloads. Oh, wow, Yay! baby! Woo! did it! Um, okay, thank you all so, so much. That's so many downloads! Should we stop um, recording now? Yeah. Wait, 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 I'd just like to say uh, to everybody watch it, watching, uh, to everybody listening... Thank you so much for all of the support that you have given us over the last year. It means an awful lot. Um, Thank you for the amazing questions. I'm sorry if we didn't get to everybody's questions, but this is coming up to two hours. Next next time we'll do a four-hour Well, well, we've really just been talking a lot, haven't we? Thank you all so much, and we really appreciate it. And, yeah, however you have supported us, if you've left us a review, if you've donated to our ACAS supporter link, if you listen to us, if you interact with us on Twitter, if you... Uh, shout at us in the RWD Discord. Oh, I thought you were going to say in the street. You. Like if you just come up to us and shout at us. <laughs> please don't, please don't yell at me in the street. I, I am fragile. Um, uh, yeah. Any way that you support us, it means the world to us, and we really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us yeah, this year. Uh, here's to all the exciting things next year will bring. Yeah. Woo! Okay, we will see you soon. Have an ace week. Aces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Ariel Evans, Katie McLeod, and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons, Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, E.K. Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and Still a Piece of Garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them. 
give us a bell on any of those or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com if you love the music from the show you can check it out it's on chloe elliott's Bandcamp. you can also search for the any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching Deck of Many Aces in most music streaming platforms. If you want to find us elsewhere, there's lots of places on the internet you can do so. You can find both Am and Chloe on uh, Rendezvous with Destiny, our sister podcast. Am also runs a podcast with Will called Date Night Drive-In. And Chloe can be found on Twitch at Chloe underscore with the flow. As for me, I've not got much out on the internet these days, but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what I'm doing in the creative sphere, have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox, it's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye.